And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Yes, we are doing what we are supposed to do at, at church. We are coming to church school, Bible studies, prayer meeting, and doing what we have to do at the church. But if you are not personally invested in sharing Christ, then we are not right with God. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not right with God. In addition to telling the disciples to wait for power before they ministered, God told them, he told them uh, in Matthew chapter 28, go into all the world and preach the gospel. That was the last thing he said before he go. Don't you think it's important? The last thing he said before he left in Matthew 28, 19, he said, go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's what he said. The last thing he said is, go, go, as, I have, as God has sent me, I am now sending you. What he's saying, God has sent me to be his personal evangelist. I'm sending you out there to be my personal evangelist. That's God's heart, evangelism. An old preacher from yesteryear said this. He said, God has called you to witness. And listen to what he said. He said, and the Christian who is not witnessing is not merely missing a blessing, but he's guilty of high treason against heaven's king. I didn't say that. I'm just sharing with you what he said. He said a Christian who's not ministering is not only missing a blessing, but he or she is guilty of high treason against heaven's king. So I'm here to ask you this afternoon, brothers and sisters, please get ready. Get ourselves ready. Let's get trained and be full of the Holy Spirit. Because it's necessary to go out there and minister. And when I say full of the Holy Spirit, I am not talking about, listen to me, I'm not talking about speaking in tongues everywhere. I'm talking about being full of the word of God. Are you with me? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 says, be not drunk with wine, but be what? Full of what? That's what it says. Be full of the Holy Spirit. And he's talking about being full of with God's word. You see what happened. I'm going to show you in a while. When, when Stephen preached, Stephen was just a deacon. The Bible says God looked for some men who were qualified. And the qualifications given were they had to be full of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? You see Stephen ministering. Stephen gave an entire summary of the Old Testament. Without the Bible in front of him. Oh my God. A man who never went to seminary, never trained, gave a full summary of the entire Bible, the Old Testament. I'm here hunting for some witnesses. Hopefully today, hopefully today when we leave here since many of you will understand what I'm saying. I hope you'll get the message. Jesus said he's looking for true witnesses. Since can you imagine? What would happen if we decide to vitally witness for Christ? What would happen in this city, in this church, if we train ourselves to get to be gifted and to be gifted and full of the Holy Spirit and being able to defend the faith? Can you imagine if we train to be courageous? Amen. And engage in lifestyle and evangelism, sharing Christ. Look, and, 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 and as I said, I'm not talking about earlier on, I'm not talking about preaching on the roadside. You can do that if you have to. I'm not talking about knocking doors. You can do that if you have to. Just be who you are, where you are. That's it. 
just be who you are where you are and i guess the reason why sometimes we don't do it is because we it that's not our focus when you get out and the, the, there is nothing and i'm not saying that you are i'm not saying we are bad people it's just sometimes that something we think about because we got stuff to do we got to go to work we got to come from work we got meetings are you with me we are you get what i'm saying but i'm asking you to make a conscious effort today to get involved in lifestyle evangelism ask god to send you somebody amen who need a word from the lord and don't be afraid you'd be surprised what comes out of you because god said don't you be of don't you be concerned of what you're going to say you will be given the words to say at that moment let me ask you you think you do not know you know more than you know god will just pull it out from you and you'll walk away saying excuse me where did that come from i've done it before it has happened to me are you with me i said well, i didn't know i knew that is god give god a chance to work in you and as he does brothers you get we get more convinced we get fully convinced amen now i want to show you something very interesting i'm going to skip ahead amen to a few chapters and then we're going to come back hopefully if we have time to chapter five we will come back not today next week amen but i just want to show you something as an illustration of what i'm talking about acts chapter eight nine and ten is where i want to go i want to introduce you in these three chapters to three persons three persons who were converted i want to show you god's heart each of these chapters deals with a conversion of a significant person for example acts chapter 8 can you go to acts chapter 8 verse 27 quickly acts chapter 8 verse 27 it says here and he arose and went and behold a man of ethiopia you see the churches folks are still getting saved are you with me the holy spirit is moving he's using now not only is he using the the the, uh, the 12 apostles but he's using the deacons uh, uh, the, uh, the deacons and the deaconesses amen uh, he's using people like philip and stephen so it says here there was a man there was a man from ethiopia a eunuch a eunuch of great authority on the candace queen of the ethiopians who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to jerusalem to worship i get what i'm saying you see what god is doing god is going after influential people oh glory be to jesus god is going after influential people because when you get one person the bible says the righteous is in authority what happened if the righteous is in authority the people are happy they rejoice that's it so if you are in authority and you claim to be righteous and folks are not rejoicing something is wrong anyhow let me move along here amen verse 27 since notice notice not if you don't mind if you don't mind underlining you don't have to underline but take note of that verse are you with me so this is an ethiopian eunuch god sent philip you remembered philip took him in a whirlwind amen god him saved he was baptized and he left on his way run over to Acts chapter 9 verse 1 and saul this is the part and saul yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the lord you got it 
And Saul yet breathing out. I, I just mentioned that verse earlier on. Saul was on his way to kill Christians in Damascus. And while he, his, while he was on his way, he was breathing out threatenings and slaughter. The Bible didn't tell us but, you know, exactly what he said. But you and I can deduce it was nothing good. And God said, that's my man. He got saved. Are you with me? Jump over to Acts chapter 10 quickly. Verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. Three influential people. Lord have mercy. You see what's going on? Are you seeing what God is doing? God is evangelizing. He's reaching out to people. That's what he's doing. It says here Cornelius Acts chapter 10 verse 1, Cornelius, a centurion of the band called Italian. Amen. And what you have here, brothers and sisters, is the stories of the conversions of three men. Acts chapter 8, you have the conversion of an Ethiopian. Amen. In Acts chapter 9, you have the conversion of Saul. Mm -hmm. In Acts chapter, Saul, who was later called Paul. In Acts chapter 10, you have the conversion of whom? Cornelius. These three men were saved. You remember, they got saved. Mm -hmm. And I want to show you something about their salvation. And then I want to make an application. Listen, listen carefully. Listen to where I'm going with this right here. <laughs> this is wonderful. Three men who were saved with wildly different, different backgrounds, wildly different customs, different tastes. The first man was from Ethiopia. Do you know where Ethiopia is? An African got saved. Then we go to verse 9. Saul got saved. Saul was what? A Jew got saved. God is crossing the continent. I'm, bringing, I'm, I'm about to make a point here. Are you with me? Then, then in Acts chapter 10, an Italian got saved. A European got saved. Are you getting what I'm saying? Lord have mercy. Glory be to Jesus. So we have the salvation of an African, the salvation of a Jew, and the salvation of a European. Glory be to Jesus. No, I don't believe that's by accident. These men are mentioned in the Bible. I'm going to show you why. Amen. These men, you have, they come from three great strands of people that came from the ark, from Noah's ark. Noah had three sons. Noah had Ham, Shem, and Japheth, the sons of Ham settled in Africa. The sons of Shem settled in the Middle East. That's all. The sons of Japheth settled in Europe. Ah, Lord, I give you praise. And so what God is doing, this is, I'm trying to show you God's heart. God sent uh, influential people to different parts of the world so they can influence people with the gospel. God has filled many of us with the Holy Ghost. So we are influencers. Don't lose your influence. Now you get what I'm saying? That's the point. God is showing us that he's getting influential people saved. Influential people, if you don't lose your influence, you can influence others. I'm rushing because of the time. <laughs> this is the point I'm making. Three different geographical areas. They were from three 
different ethnic backgrounds and they were greatly different in appearance in style in taste in culture in background but I want to tell you something since in spite of all these all these men had one need <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying all these men had the same problem they all had the same heartache are you with me amen what was their problem one while one was the son of Ham one was the son of Shem while one was the son of Japheth the Bible says all died in Adam they all were dead in trespasses and sins you look at people walking around around you at work they are all dead in trespasses and sins are you with me you and i have a responsibility that is why god put this in the first chapter in the, in the beginning of chapter 8 9 and 10 to show you and i that we have a responsibility there are folks around us who are walking around dead dead in christ are you with me dead in trespasses and sins all died in adam they need to be awakened and that is why god has you where he has you god doesn't have you where he has you just to make a paycheck god has you there for a reason you are an influencer your mind doesn't know it but your spirit does that is why you need to renew your mind of that truth you don't have to be listen to me you don't have to be at the head of an, of an organization to be a leader are you getting what i'm saying you don't have to are you get what i'm saying you need to know that you don't have to be a supervisor to be a leader you are a leader because you know who you are in christ you are a leader because you have access to the most high god and god can move on the hearts of supervisors are you with me and give you favor i saw god look down for 700 years prophet isaiah prophesied that jesus would be born in bethlehem and i saw god move on the heart of herod and took out mary and joseph from where they were and they went on a donkey to Bethlehem because 700 years an old prophet in a shack spoke a word and God has to honor his word Ooh. Lord have mercy and you get what I'm saying saints you are we are influencers and sometimes we walk around Excuse me, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? It is time we get awakened. Mm, you are a leader. You, it doesn't a leader that is it's not based on what you have, what you have accomplished. That's the world's way of looking at a leader. I, it's what you have and where you've been and how educated you are. No, because I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, when they fall sick. The real leader stands and said, ah, I can do all things. Let me lay my hands and speak a word. Yes, now you know who's the leader. Yes. Oh Lord, we give you praise. I want you to remember, we are all influencers. Yes. Amen. You're an influencer. You're an influencer. You thank God. Are you with me? For putting you where you are. Glory be to Jesus. But he put you there to influence that's why don't lose your influence amen don't lose your influence and the reason why and that's what the devil has done the way he's gotten us ineffective at work very ineffective at work is he is what he does he gets us into some kind of squabble at work 
and smear our character. Amen. And all of a sudden, people say, if you are a Christian, I don't want to be a Christian. And so we've lost our voice. Are, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Not and that's how the devil, that's what he's doing with us. That's what he's doing with us. I told you about Gandhi. And I'm going to bring it to a close. I told you about Indira Gandhi. Gandhi studied a lot. He heard about Christianity. He went to a Christian church and they asked him, he said, you don't, they said, you don't look like us in South Africa. They asked him to sit on the floor, on the back door. And he left saying, I would have been a Christian if I did not meet one. And that's what's going on in, that's what's going on in our world nowadays. That's what's going on. We lose our influence. We lose our voice. Because we don't realize why God sent us where he sent us. He sent us to be influencers. Let me share with you brothers and sisters. We all came from, doesn't matter who you are. We all came from a crooked farmer, Adam. And a drunken sailor, Noah. <laughs> That's Are you getting one of <laughs> I, I, that's how I respect everybody, but I know who you are. I know where you came from. Glory be to Jesus. You may be dressed up well, but I know who you are. Glory be to Jesus. Ah, uh, and I have an appointment to you. Yeah, Kobo. <laughs> oh Lord, we give you praise. Since I'm hunting for some witnesses, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm asking you today when you live here really do some, some searching and ask God to open up some doors ask him to open up some doors for you like I do every day Father open up doors for us give me opportunities today Father somebody out there need a word from the Lord somebody out there need to hear about Jesus you know you look at you go, to, you go out and you see the frustration on people's face amen because the devil is harassing them and they do not know how to deal with it I had to tell somebody, a few people this week, and you hear me very carefully, saints. You hear what I'm saying? And I want you to hear my heart. I had to tell a, a, a few individuals. I said, look, do you believe in the process given to us in Acts chapter 8, verse 31? It says, Acts chapter 8, verse 31. Can you go to it? I, don't, I, I want you to see that. I want you to see. I call, I, I call that the cure-all for every problem. Yeah, I call that. You got it? And he said, is it Acts, sorry, John, not Acts, John 8, 31. Sorry about that. I'm so sorry. John chapter 8. My favorite, my favorite chapter in the book of John. Because in John, there's a war going on in the chapter. Lord have mercy. It's then Jesus said to the, to those who believed on him. If you continue what? Are you get, you, are you, the, the, you got sense. You got to believe in the process. I remembered, I remembered when I did, when I did, um, uh, I did a lot of network marketing. And one of the things they stressed on, Emmanuel, you got to believe in the process. And I understand what they were saying. And God told me, this is our, our cure-all process. It's right here. Then Jesus said, if you want, continue in my word. What's going to happen if, as you continue? Then you're going to be my disciples for real. And it continues, continues because that's where you want to end up. Verse 32 is where you want to end up. And you shall what? Know the truth and what? The truth shall what? That word free here is an open-ended statement. Free from anything. It's an open-ended statement. Free from yourself. Free from sickness. Free from disease. Free from people. But you got to believe in the process. Are you with me? 
And I said to I said to numerous people, you I said, I said the reason why the reason why you take that pill from the doctor is because you believe in the process that pill. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, yes. Look, are you getting what I'm, I'm nothing wrong with that? Uh, nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, our problem is not physical. Our problem is spiritual. And you're taking, you're taking something physical to address something spiritual. It will not work. It will affect your body, but it cannot affect the real you. The real you is a spirit. A pill cannot touch you. It'll touch your body, but it cannot touch you, the real you. I just gave you the process. If you continue. Oh, you need truth about your situation. That's what you need. Truth about your situation. It's called revelation knowledge. Yeah, that's what you need about your situation. And when you get the revelation knowledge, all pill will be flushed away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you get that. Yeah, when you find out. I, are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, glory be to Jesus. I know. Oh, glory be to God. I know it's tight, but brothers and sisters, it is right. Free. Free. Free indeed. Oh, God, I give you praise. Look, I can give you testimonies after testimonies after testimonies, but you got to believe in the process. You got to believe what? In the process. One more, and I'm done. Proverbs 4, 22. Uh-huh. That's our favorite area. You know that one. Proverbs 4, 22. It says what? You got it? You got to believe in the process. For they are like... He's talking about God's word. God's word is what? Life unto them that find it. Life. It is what? Life, life unto those who find it. No, no, notice, notice, notice. It says those who find it. It says those who what? Find it. God's word is life to those who what? Find it. No, I have a Bible. Because I have a, because I have a Bible, does it mean I have found God's word? No, the Bible says if you're sick. <laughs> that revelation knowledge where you can be free. Glory be to Jesus. It says to them, and that word health in the Hebrew, it means medication. It means a pill. That's what it means. It is a pill. It, that's what it means. So, but you see, if you, if you believe in the pro, you see, the reason why we don't immerse ourselves in God's word is because we don't believe in the process. Oh, we'll immerse ourselves in taking three pills a day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. Oh, yeah. We'll immerse ourselves. We'll have, uh, you know, I, I remembered when I was on my medication, when I was on my medication, I had my, I had my cell phone coming on. Beep, beep, beep. Time to take your pill out. That is why now I put my cell phone on nine o'clock. It's time to read. It's time to pray for five minutes. Because I remember when I was on medication, it was on. So I said the same way. I reminded myself. I'm going to remind myself to take my spiritual dose. I get what I'm saying, saints. All I'm doing is just hunting for some witnesses. That's all I'm doing. I'm still hunting. <laughs> I'm still hunting for some witnesses, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? God is looking for true witnesses. Amen. And when you come out and you get that power, Lord have mercy. Look out, world. Somebody's in trouble and it's demons. 
Oh, glory be to Jesus. God is looking for witnesses, people who are fully persuaded. And you'll get fully persuaded when you believe the pro when you believe the process. You see, Paul and Abraham, they were fully persuaded because they believed in the process. What, what did they do? <laughs> you gotta immerse yourself in the process. John 8:31. That's the process. 31, 32. Don't you forget that's the process. What it says? You got to do what? Yes, sir. He said to those who believe. Those who believe, what you got to do? Now, no, some people say, Fire Pastor, I believe. Well, yes, but the Bible says, even after you believe, you got to do what? Aha. Uh -huh. You got to stay renewing that mind. You got to beat, listen to me. You got to beat down that old, that old mind, that, 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 that old mindset. You got to get him out. The Bible says, You and I, we need to take every thought captive. That's what you do. These old thoughts, you take them and you drag them and you nail them, glory, like an old snake. That's what you do. Are you with me? You take these thoughts. You cast down what? Every one of them. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Apparently, apparently, uh, um, 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 I, I, I didn't have time to get to it. Lord have mercy. When, when Peter and Paul, when, when, when Peter told the disciples, we are witnesses of these things, the word things, it's amazing. I'm, I'm not sure why King James translated that, into, uh, that word into things. That word there is rhema. It means sayings. So he said, we are witnesses of all what Jesus said, not things. I don't know why they did that. So that is why the Bible says we have to do what? Capture every high what? Every high and every and every high high thing. Every high saying. Because there are some things that were said about you. Some of us heard some things while we were kids. Men and women have said some things to us. You got to get it out. Parents have said some things to us and it is still there. You got to get it out. I meet people every day fighting with what their father said to them, what their mother said to them. Get it out! It is a high thing, a high saying, and it doesn't agree with God's word. Pull it out. Pull it out. How you pull it out? You immerse yourself in God's word. How you get it out? You begin to memorize scripture verses. Ah, yeah, when worry come, you pull out Philippians 4, 6. It says, be careful for nothing. All week I've been, ah, basata. All week I've been telling the devil, God told me be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer supplication, with thanksgiving, I'm not worrying. Yeah. Ah, Lord, I give you praise. And verse 8 says, if you want to see virtue and power, then you got to think on these things. Watch all things that are lovely. Watch all things. You know it. You know it. Think on these things. It tells you what thoughts to think about. Not these old thoughts about you or what people told you or what men told you or what women told you or what preachers told you or what your mother told you or what your father. What about what God said about you? I'm still hunting for a witness. Oh Lord, I give you praise. 
Yeah. And that is why we Christians are subdued. So much stuff going in our minds. Are you with me? And what do we do? We magnify what people say and what people do about us. The devil is a liar. No more. No more. I'm going to glorify what God said about me. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Good day to our listeners. I am Satara Wallace. We have Pastor Emmanuel Williams with us from Imitators of God Ministry who comes on the air weekly Thursday at 12 noon. Before we talk about our projects today, we want to thank our listeners who have contacted us in the past and have expressed their appreciation for the programs that we present. Welcome back, Pastor Emmanuel Williams. Yes, thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be here this morning. Initially, you mentioned thanking those who listen to us, contacting us. I am so appreciative of that. I'm so grateful. We have quite a few people who have called and they've written and it serves really as a source of encouragement because sometimes, you know, you do things and you want to measure progress. This is one of the ways that confirms that you're making an impact and, um, a way to measure progress. So those of you who are listening and those of you who contacted us, I want to say thank you so much. Continue to do so because it serves as an encouragement to us. That is awesome. Yes. I, I remember you also mentioned it to me that you have indeed had visitors who have come to the church as well. Yes, yes. Uh, visitors, Dave, because of the program. Because of the program. They came and visited and enjoyed it. And thank you all so much. Uh, as I said, it's really an encouragement to us. Well, a lot has been going on at Imitators of God Ministries, Pastor. Tell us a little bit about those phenomenal things that are going on. Before I do get into these things, because we are a community-based church, the reason for this particular program is, again, to reach out to the community to ask for the community's help 
we are asking the community to help us acquire our first building that will house Imitators of God Ministries. Awesome. God awesome. is a wonderful God. And uh, you know, those of you who are listening for the first time or who've heard this interview in the past, in March of this year, 2019, we entered into our ninth year of ministry. And God has been so good to us. In February this year, after committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, you know, we started February 2011. Yes. After committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, we started in a small dining room. Wow. We blossomed, went to a, a school, rented a classroom. And then in May of this year, we were presented with the opportunity to purchase our own building. Bless the Lord. And, and so that is why we're here today. And, and I know we're going to get into the programs that the church offers to the community, but I want to put that net before the community. Those of you who are listening, the Bible says if you don't ask, you don't receive. I just want to encourage our listeners. We would agree all that Pastor Emmanuel has been such a blessing on this broadcast, and we want to encourage you to go ahead and begin to make your donations and go to www.justincampaign.com. Again, that is www dot justincampaign.com If you choose to give by check, please make all your checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries and you can mail that check to 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311 and we'll give that address again and periodically we'll give you the website as well. So going forward, Pastor Emmanuel, you have some phenomenal programs for the youth, and one of them is the mentoring programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly, at our church, God has blessed us with um, uh, individuals who are who've been out there in the community, sorry, working and helping the youth. And at the church, we have two mentoring programs. Um, we have the Boy Scout and Troop Seventy Seven, and we have another program called Tag T A G. It means together achieving greatness. Wow. And these are mature people who've gotten help themselves in the past and they know the importance of mentoring the youth at our church. So we have these two programs targeted to help the youth, you know, go through the maze. <laughs> yes. You know, in this society. I remember that last year you started the health prevention services. The health prevention services, we, again, at the church, we have qualified. Professionals. Pe- professionals. Yeah. I was about to say nurses. I'm sorry. That's Nurse, okay. Yeah, we That's do have okay. a lot of nurses. God has blessed us, thank God, for <laughs> quite a few um, nurses and also professionals who've worked. My wife, she's worked uh, at the Leon County Health Department. So uh, God has really blessed us with people who can do that. And so we launched the Health uh, Prevention Services Initiative. And what it does, it provides a wide, a wide range of prevention, education, and awareness services. You know, the church is a strong advocate for the fight against AIDS and other chronic diseases and has conducted educational health seminars to address these concerns. And it's necessary in our community. It is. It is. And the thing is, it's in the church and um, it's in most churches. And that's why we decided to ensure that we can serve people in that area. It's needed. It's definitely needed. I know your newest community project is your psychosocial group, which offers anger management and is facilitated by your licensed clinical social worker staff who are also in the church. I understand you have at least three or four counselors that are already there. 
What are y'all planning to do there? Yeah, what we're planning to do is expand the psychosocial group to offer substance abuse classes in 2020. Awesome. You know, God has been good to us, and that's why we are reaching out to the community. All these services, all these services are done at the church. Um, 47 feet, the Capital Circle, Southeast, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, 3 to 3. One one is our address, and um, that's why reaching out. Those of you who've listened to us in the past, asking for your help, we at first we thought we would have acquired the structure at the end of June, but we got an extension. Yes, we got an extension uh, with the bank, and we'll be closing on September twelfth. And so we're asking everybody who are listening today if you can help support us financially we would really appreciate that i'm going to be honest we need <laughs> we need eighty thousand dollars yes to bring to the table eighty thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars is a piece of cake for jesus yes it is it's a what a piece, a piece of, cake of cake for jesus for that's jesus. that's 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 not insurmountable no. for god and so and so we're asking those of you can help to do so I believe it's a done deal. I believe the it's Bible done. says, you know, ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing here. Somebody out there can help, whether it's you or you know somebody who can give or loan the funds to us. That would be so wonderful. Exactly, and by we, and by doing that, we say each one reach one. You tell somebody else. Yes, and and so we want to go to www.just10campaign.com. I noticed also that you had um, you have money management, you have health prevention services, you have other projects going on in Thanksgiving, giving out needy baskets. One thing that I I remembered that sticks out in my mind are all the people who line up on Saturdays. One thing that sticks out in my mind is all the people that when we drive by on Saturdays that stand out in my mind are the. People coming for food and clothing mm-hmm. on the third of Saturday, every month. The Saturday, yeah, the third Saturday of every month. On the third Saturday of every month, we do have a pantry. We have partnered with Second Harvest and Farm Share, mm-hmm. and we do feed almost 300 people plus on the third Saturday of every month. God has been so good to us. Look, I'll tell you this much. God has implanted a desire in our hearts to fill Leon County and the surrounding counties, the Big Bend area, the state of Florida, and the United States, honestly, (laughs) to serve, uh, uh, just just to fill them with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ is to feed the poor. Yes. And... um, that's what we are doing. We are out there doing that which the Lord commanded us to do, and it is a blessing to serve in that, in, you know, in that capacity. Honestly, I wish we could do more, but you got to start somewhere. As the Lord blesses, as the Lord blesses, and when we acquire that property, we'll be able to do more. So again, that's why we are reaching out here. We cannot do that without help. We cannot do this without the without community help, yeah. being involved. And so we are asking everybody. To help us in this endeavor. That's awesome. I'm excited for you all. I just want to repeat the contact information. It's www.just10campaign.com. And if you choose to give by check and would like to mail it into the Imitators of God Ministries, please use the address 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida. 32311 
Wouldn't you all agree what a blessing Pastor Emmanuel is in our community on this broadcast? Thank you so much again for your donations and for contacting us and for showing up in the congregation. We'd just like to encourage you to continue listening every Thursday at 12 noon for this impactful broadcast. I am Satara Wallace here with Pastor Emmanuel Williams with the Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you for listening and have a phenomenal week. Bye-bye.